Your dream deserves to be shared with the world, and I'm here to teach you how to do it. I'm your host, Mary Diacetis, and on the Dreamers and Action Takers, we are going behind the scenes and giving you the tools and strategies that you need in order to create your dream into the reality. On Mondays, we will be going over a hype episode to give you a boost of energy that you need for the week. And on Wednesdays, you're going to be hearing from another dreamer who actually took action on that big thing that they wanted to put out into the world. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm honored that you're taking time to invest in yourself, and I cannot wait to hear the results that you get from this. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the Dreamers and Action Takers podcast. Y'all, I am so excited to have Leah on the podcast this week. She is incredible. When I asked her how she was, she said she was abundantly blessed. And I'm like, let's go, girl. So even in just our like two minute conversation before we jumped on live here, she is incredible. She is somebody who is like a force for good. She's doing incredible things in the marketplace, in the world. And like she... Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for you to meet her, um, for you to be able to hear her heart and for you to be able to love her as much as I do from only like a couple of conversations. So Leah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Mary, so much for having me. I was just, it was one of those like, oh, wow. She just reached out to me and said, come be on my podcast. I was like, well, gosh, we don't even know each other super well. I feel like, like it was made my night. It totally made my night. I was like, she's such a cool chick. Like I totally went on your podcast today and listened. I think you were chatting with somebody who was in Houston. I was listening to her and I was like, oh, I can't wait to chat with Mary and get to know her a little better. And I like that you keep it real raw fun. Yeah, totally excited to be here. Thank you. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And I got to share with y'all as well. Lee and I had like a couple of like, like just a couple of messages in the DMs. And then she was like, Hey, can I pray for you? And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, some of my friends will ask me if they can pray for me. And I like, it always means the world. I'm like, absolutely. No, you asked, what can I pray for you for? That's what Mm -hmm. it was. You were very specific in it. And Mm -hmm. I was like, it meant the world. And I think it was one of those days where I was like lower energy, like, you know, just wasn't really feeling it. And so it was like the perfect day. I was like, oh my gosh. So yes, it was amazing. So thank you. And yeah, super excited. Oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing that with me. We often don't know how people are on the other side of the screen. Most especially when you're in the online space, you don't know what's happening in their lives. And you know, what I've noticed is God brings about a lot of divine connections and a lot of divine moments. And I believe fiercely in the power of prayer. And it is, I think it's, it's a gifting that everyone can have. It's also just such a, a beautiful way of linking arms with somebody, no matter where they are in the world. And I just, I I love being able to pray for people. It's like, it's, there's a little, there's a little verse in the Bible that says, when you pray for others, you get healing. Mm -hmm. Essentially it's a little bit, it's not quite that blatant, but I clung to it. I was like, Oh, so like selfishly I can pray for others and I can get healing too. Bonus (laughs) done. (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah, I will pray for anyone at the drop of a hat. And I love, like, I will, I ask everyone who shows up in my DMs if I can pray for them. It's amazing. And it's something that I don't see a lot of people doing. In fact, I see a lot of people going away from that. And it's like, Hey, I don't want to do this. I'm kind of nervous to be able to do it because they've had like nasty or negative things that have been spoken over them. And they've clung on to them as truth. It's like, that's not the truth. Like, let's go to the actual truth. Let's dive into the Bible and let's see what God says to be truth. Okay. And so being able to have that. And I also think that on kind of on the same lines of like, pray for other people and you'll be healed. One person, one of my friends, her name's Brandy. She spoke over me. I gave her a compliment. I was like, you walk into a room and it's like elegance and grace and confidence. I'm like, this is beautiful. And she like grabs me by the shoulders and she looked me dead in the eye. And she was like, Mary, like you see that in me because it's in you. And I was like, what? But I was like, I claim that. And then I was also like, I'm gonna give more compliments now. Like I'm gonna encourage (laughs) more people. (laughs) I love it. Love Uh, it. So it was good. Okay. Well, let's like, you know, let's get people to get to know you a little bit better. So like, give us your intro. Tell us a little bit about like who you are and how you got to where you are now. Oh my gosh. It is such a story, ladies. Um, I am just I'm really excited to share with you guys. Um, my name is Leah Mason Virgin and I am a Christian business coach, life coach. I'm an author of over nine books on Amazon And I started burstingwithblessings.com right after the flood of my home when I was utterly devastated three and a half years ago. So let me just start the scene that way, right? Like literally I will be 45 next month, which we're in 2022 now. I grew up in an extremely toxic, broken home, a lot of dysfunction. And I cultivated very much a fear, lack mindset. And I lived in depression and anxiety and brokenness for the majority of of my life. And it is so fascinating to me. Like I see the God points in my life where God was trying to get me to be in his perfect will, not his permissible will. Okay. So there's two very different things. There's permissible will and perfect will. And I'm a healer, um, in and of myself. So I actually have a degree as a registered nurse, but my first degree is public relations communications. Shocker. I can talk a lot. And when I was 18, God said, write about me. And I was very, very still struggling with depression. I had been in therapy, all kinds of things at that point and still did more therapy in college, but I absolutely ignored that. I was like, there's no way that you are calling me God. There is no way that I am anyone who should be writing about you, talking about you, nothing. So the majority of my life, I lived as a Sunday Christian, meaning yes, I was saved, but I didn't know the Bible. I didn't know how to empower myself in the word of God. And I didn't know how to cultivate faithfulness and healing. And so fast forward through, like, I I have no idea how in, except for by God's amazing hand, I met the most amazing man in between my third and fourth year of college. We got engaged three months later, married him right after I graduated college. We've been married for 23 years now. We have three beautiful, amazing children. They're all teenagers now. Our daughter um, 
is 14. She's adopted and I have a 15 year old and an 18 year old. And so I'm just giving you this background just to, uh, to help people understand, like you're never in a place in your life where you can't come back to God's perfect will. So let me say that again. You're never in a place where you can't come back to the calling and the gifts and the talents that God has given you. And so I embarrassed myself very, very badly. And when I was living in Houston, I had gotten to a place where I was really, really broken. Um, the healthcare system in America is extremely toxic. And I didn't know what coaching was. I had no idea what that was. Like mindset shifts, perspectives, like speaking the word of God, like I had none of that. And things were just getting worse and worse in my life in terms of like fear and anxiety. And one day I came back and I realized like, God, I have embarrassed myself. Like I'm living in such a way that I am not proud of myself. Like, I don't know how to change, help me. And funny enough, <laughs> I won a mini iPad. I started listening to the word of God and just slowly started soaking up the word and changing my life. And fast forward six years into that, could I be any slower? Hello, Moses and me got some like, gotcha, dude. And the, and we had gotten to a place where we were like doing Dave Ramsey. We were getting out of debt. We were tithing. We were like, I was just really working on myself, trying to heal myself, trying to find a way and a path to stripping off the anxiety and the fear. And the flood of my house happens. We instantly, there is no, there's no insurance coverage for flooding. And I live on a hill of all things, <laughs> but yet our home flooded. And here I am devastated on a floor, screaming and crying. And I was like, God, this is like, I can't even thrive through a crisis. Like how, how is this, how is this life? How is this living? Like, this is not the abundant life. Like, this is not the joyful life. Like what's happening here. Funny enough, the very next day I get this email from a Christian mom coach who a friend of mine had introduced me to her like, you know, online videos and stuff like that. And I was like, she's kind of weird. I mean, I'm kind of conservative, but she's kind of weird and conservative. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, what's another $397? Like, let's go ahead because I can't survive this. It's either therapy, a padded room. I don't know. And so I was like, all right, God, I went into this thing and it was like, I opening. It was the tools and the strategies that for the love of God, where are they in our Christian churches? Hi. And I was just like, okay, all right, God, like I'm speaking the word I'm trusting, I'm releasing, trying to manipulate the outcomes. I am going to walk by faith. I'm going to do anything that you tell me to do. And he was like, yeah, so that thing where I told you to write about me for like, I don't know, the last how many decades? Are you on that page now? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I've been hearing you tell me to do that every year since you told me to do that when I was 18. That's a long time to say uh, no, and I'm not good enough and have all these value issues. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'll do anything you say, but I am not the one you should be picking. So I was like, so what's it going to be called? What am I doing? 
And funny enough, like I came into the online space thinking I was going to be a blogger and a Christian fiction writer. And as you can hear from the beginning of this, I am not any of those things. I'm <laughs> not a fiction writer. I have half of a fiction book written, but it's still sitting on a shelf, a proverbial shelf of my computer. And everything that I write is nonfiction. It is biblically based. It is coaching devotionals. It is Bible studies. And it just developed from there. God kept growing me, showing me where I was scared, marginalized, devaluing myself. And as I'm sure you know, Mary, like confidence is literally the piece in everything. Everything, ladies. And it has been for the last three years, this has been the absolute hardest journey of my life. And it's one of those things where like, I can't tell you how many times I've said, I really think I should quit. I really think I should just write my blog and do something else. And every time I think of that, God shows up and nudges me again with somebody coming into my life somebody inviting me on a podcast, somebody reaching out saying your work is amazing. And I give him all the glory because literally I thought I was not creative. Oh, I'm going to cry. Not creative, not smart, not capable. I am a former people pleaser. And I have had to confront those things over and over and over again and break them and break the chain of those over and over again to keep expanding and enlarging my territory, impacting um, what God has called me to. So that's kind of the down and dirty of where, we're, where I've been. <laughs> There's a whole lot missing there. Just, just so you guys know, highlight reel. <laughs> Your highlight reel was one of the most raw and honest highlight reels that I've ever heard. And I just want to say, I appreciate that Yeah, because it's like, we get to have both in this life. We have joys and my coach calls it like the roller coaster highs and the lows. And it's like, all right, I want to make the lows like as quick as possible and like not get stuck in them, but like appreciate the highs. And I can appreciate the highs so much more after having the lows. And I know that I can, but it's like, we only want to focus on the highs. So what you see on social media it's the highs. What you hear about from other people, it's the highs. And it's like, that stuff is still there. But when you're in a low, or when you think about the entirety of your life versus 1% of somebody else's, you're comparing that 1% to hundred percent of yours. And it's like, I'm a freaking failure. Or at least that's what I thought of like, oh, this person is able to do all these things. And I'm over here. Like I keep getting told no, and I can't do this. And I like feel like a fraud and a failure and everything else. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate you sharing that. And like, Dang girl. Dang. So cool. Okay. The thing that I want to like go into is you had mentioned that like the vulnerability in the real and the raw and like really what that looks like. What do you feel like being like vulnerable, real and raw? Like how does somebody do that? Like how is somebody able to even get to that point? To share it on social media? You mean? I think even in any part of their life, because I think social media kind of comes after being able to like talk about it and just having the um, confidence to speak about the realness. And so like, what was one way that you were able to have that confidence to speak about the realness? 
Well, first and foremost, an amazing coach. I know that those not privy to what coaching is, like I have had people say like coaching, you know, sounds like some sort of like, you know, woo, scam, whatever, like, you know, that type of thing. I've never had that said directly to me, but I've heard of it in the online space. And even, you know, one of my girlfriends was like, gosh, that just sounds so, you know, whatever. You don't know what coaching is until you get coaching by somebody good, right? Yeah. By somebody qualified. And God often says like, bring it into the light. You know, bring, once you bring it into the light, the, all the things, you know, whether, you know, sin and shame and embarrassment is all about not bringing it into the light, into his light and saying, here is this Lord, take, take this from me. And show me what your word says about me in light of my repentance, right? And as soon as we have that and we look at, when we look at it correctly, biblically correctly, then we are then worthy, qualified, called, wonderful, a royal diadem, blessed, right? Like we are elevated. We are the head and not the tail at the top and not the bottom. You know, he has plans for us. He makes the crooked places straight. He gives us favor in the sight of all people. He opens doors that no spirit or person can shut. Like as soon as we bring what we think is like this, just, just brokenness that no one else has and, and the shame that no one else has. And we're embarrassed and we, and we bring that to him and then we bring it to our coach and we say it and we share it and we open it and we look at it. All of its power disappears. Hmm. And once the power of it to keep us small, marginalized, broken, shamed, embarrassed disappears, then we have the ability to start talking about it, unpacking it, processing it, and bringing it forth into a place where then we can share it with those that we're called to share it with. And we have to start there first, right? Like we have to start with God. We have this process with a coach. Like there's all process before we get to the whole, like, you know, let me hit go live and talk about what I've experienced over the last three months, which I did today at, at one o'clock East coast time zone. I literally was like sharing. Now, did I share all the real down and dirty and like raw, raw, like, like some of the stuff where I was like weeping and I was like, God, this is embarrassing. I'm so angry with you. Like, you know, no, I, because here's the thing, like there are parts of life that are never, that are meant for us and for us alone. And, and just between me and God, right. Unless you're called to that. Like I am literally, like I feel empowered enough to say that to you guys. Like I was with my hands on my biblical vision board, weeping and saying, why isn't this working? Why am I failing? You know, and I said to my coach, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm a successful failure. And she was like, if you ever say that again, <laughs> she's like, what is that? Stop saying that. And I'm like, could I have told you that two months ago? No way. Can I say it now? Can I say that? I literally felt like a successful failure and like my business was falling apart. Absolutely. Did God absolutely redeem it? And I had one of my best months at the very end of December. Yes. <laughs> But it was that journey of him bringing me 
to a place that I needed to be, that I didn't want to be, that I didn't want to see, to fix things in my business, to fix things in my mind. Whew, right? Like that's literally the business building journey. And that's where you can be, okay, I'm ready to share the real and raw because I've processed it. I'm on the other side. I can give you the pieces that will empower you, not the pieces that just aren't necessary for others. Like we do have to touch on it. Like I have told people like often go to all my lives, like I will cry. And then I will say, this is not where I'm staying. Word of God says I'm the head and not the tail at the top and not the bottom. I cultivate hope, faith, perseverance, endurance, and I'm rising and doing and the outcome is his. And it's not easy. It's not pretty. And I don't look this beautiful all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't see me, but Mary can. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, I think one part that you hit on is the fact that like, when you go live on social media, when you talk about it, it's not from an open wound. Like you're not talking about the thing that is gushing blood right now. And it's like, I can barely see two steps in front of me because like literally this metaphorical wound is gushing blood. And like, I can't do any more. But it's, hey, that wound has started to scar over, at least partially, if not completely. Okay. And it kind of depends on when you're called to share. Not everybody's called to share everything. In the same way, I share a lot on social media. And sometimes I'll hear people and they're like, I can't share that much. I'm like, then don't, don't share as much as I do. Like, whatever's good with you. But in knowing that, like, there are some things that I share that people are like, I can't believe you shared that. I'm like, I know, me neither. Like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> if we're being honest here, me neither, <laughs> but yeah. I didn't share about it until it was a scar. And so I think that part is big. It's two, it's one, like, have you worked through it? Have you processed it? Have you brought it to God? Have you brought it to a coach? Because your coach could see something in you that you couldn't, your coach said, like, have you ever said that, say that to me again, that you're a successful <laughs> failure? Like, no, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> because like, I feel like when we're showing up, and, and I know I'm talking to the majority of entrepreneurs when we're short, showing up and we're sharing, like it, it has to come from a place of like, how can I help empower you? This is how I survived it. This is how I thrived through it. And here are some tips if you experience this, right? It, that comes from a totally different place than a place of, let me just complain about this. Let me just be a yeah, but person and a drainer and, and an un, uncoachable, you know, I've had to, I, I have former client. I had a blocker because she had gotten to the point where she was uncoachable. It was no longer, it was no longer about thriving through and implementing strategies and techniques. It was only about the verbally vomiting the space that they were stuck in, right? Um, and so I think that when we decide as entrepreneurs, like I'm going to share the journey, I'm going to share, okay, this is how I was feeling. This is what I did to triumph through it. Then we're bringing people along. We're doing what God has asked us to do, which is to link arms, to bear one another's burdens up together and, you know, to encourage one another in Psalms, hymns, our life story, our testimony, our message, right? No longer stuck in the mess. I have a message to help you to get through your testing faster, more quickly to rise, like you said, above 
out of that pit more quickly back to the top. It's and it's being a victor, not a victim. I almost switched yeah. those. If you're in a place of vi- being a victor, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm like, I gotta say the right one here. <laughs> And you are stepping into your inheritance. Yeah. That was one thing a friend had said to me is they're like, is this your inheritance? And I was like, no, it is not my inheritance. Like we're going to, we're just going to step out of that real quick. And we're going to step into like the newness. And it's, if you're in that victimhood, then you're never going to be able to see it. And also if you're posting about it on social media, then you're treating Facebook as your ghetto counselor. And like, nobody wants that. <laughs> right. Well, and you're just not going to get, you're not going to get the uh, wisdom, discernment and guidance that you need. That's the thing when I see a lot of, especially new entrepreneurs, you know, they'll go to like boss moms or something like that. And they'll just be like, Hey, I'm desperate for X, Y, Z. And you got like 50 some odd messages, half of which are wrong. Like, you know, it, it, it really, we have to be very mindful of who we are seeking wise counsel from. Like Proverbs says, you know, plans that are established with wise counsel come to fruition, right? And so we have to be mindful of how we seek counsel, give counsel, who we're sharing our message with, when we're sharing it. There's a, there's a, a verse in the Bible that says the minds of the impetuous will learn to weigh carefully. Mm-hmm. And I've been praying that over myself for the last three years, Lord grant me a mind that weighs carefully and is not impetuous because that was my propensity throughout my lifetime was to be pretty Im- impetuous, but that also comes from brokenness and dysfunction, right? You know, the wiring of the brain and the rewiring, right? We can rewire our brain into prosperity and into blessings by speaking and praying the word of God and then walking it out, speak it, believe it, be it. That's my tagline because you'll hear people out there quoting scripture, but they're not being it right? Mm-hmm. They're really not believing it and, and allowing it to be imprinted upon their heart and mind in such a way that they transform their behavior. And I'm still growing and changing in this. When you take a, when you take decades and decades of imprinted behavior and you start rapidly trying to change things, it still takes time. It still takes time, right? And so I think I do serve a very unique group of women and entrepreneurs because of, um, because of that space that I came from, I very much can help women who, you know, the struggle is a little bit harder for them to cultivate confidence because they're working with decades of imprinted pathways of being passive, of people pleaser, not having a voice, that type of thing. There are so many things that you say that I'm like, we could have like six or seven different podcast episodes after all of these. And I'm like writing notes so that I can like, remember to ask you about them. Nice. Um, you said wise counsel. And I want to ask you, what is a way that you can ask the correct questions? Cause I think a lot of people don't know what questions to ask in order to find wise counsel. We kind of just go with our gut and it's like, well, I think I kind of feel good about this person. They say some nice things like do you have any suggestions for ways to find wise counsel? Well, that's, that is, oh, that's a really, really good question. Uh, so I think that we have to be okay with also messing up 
I'm going to say this and hear me out, ladies, just a second before you're like, what is she talking about? So over the last three years, I have had two really disappointing coaches. Mm. I was not fully aligned with. The very, very first one was a social media coach that, that I got when I first came into the online space, you know, thinking that she knows what she's talking about, blah, blah, blah. I was just, I wasted money. And here's the thing. We often don't know what we don't know, especially as new entrepreneurs, especially as new entrepreneurs. And so the things that I can say is a pray. We can always learn through every situation. I'm sorry that I spent money on coaches that I was misaligned with, but I also learned who I'm aligned with and what I need. And so that's also valuable. And, you know, so it's like, there's no cut and fast way of knowing other than to sit down, have a discovery call, ask them about their experience ask them about their philosophy. When it comes to, I have a very, (laughs) I have a very strong opinion, ladies, very strong opinion on what a business coach should be. And I believe very, very strongly that a business coach should have sales knowledge, time-tested, foundational sales skills, okay? I don't believe and just, you know, fairy tale woo. And let's just show up and have a party on, you know, reels. And then all of a sudden we're going to have a million dollars. And so that for me, like for me to be aligned with a coach, they have to believe in time-tested lead generation, sales conversations, discovery calls. And that's because I did align with a coach that believes in those things and that does those things. And I've been with her since March of last year, along with her um, sister, which is a mindset coach. And so, you know, having experienced a really amazing coach who had 15 plus years in sales, it just, to me, it was so eye-opening that there's not enough of that in the online space. We talk so much about content creation. We talk about a lot of woo and I'm all about mindset. I mean, you guys have already heard, like I'm about mindset. I'm about speaking it. I'm about processing. I'm all about those things, but we also have to have really critical foundational things. Like have they ever had a business before? Where are they in their business building journey? I used to be a private practice lactation consultant. I have experience in, in public relations. I have experience on radio. I have experience counseling women because I was a nurse. I was a nurse in critical care. I, you know, like I have decades of experience in all these different areas. Like, so you have to have a a coach that literally has done the things that they're going to coach you on and, you know, and, and good training. I will tell you the majority of people that even come to me, they never ask me like, what are your certifications? What? Like, they never ask me. I'm like, do you, do you know, I have a business coaching certification, a life coaching certification, a faith community nursing certification, used to have my own business, used to be on, do you care? Like nobody asks. It's so fascinating to me that we align ourselves with coaches and without even knowing like, what is their past? What have they done? I don't believe that the coach has to be like a six figure coach. I'm not, I mean, I've not yet gotten to six figures, right? But can I get 
clients the results that they want, ask me. I can give you references. I can show you that I have gotten clients the results. You know, and you can work with a new coach, if, you know, depending on price and all these things and what's the outcome and what, you know, like prayer to yeah, go back to prayer. You know what I'm saying? Like we all start somewhere, right? But not enough people ask uh, like all the questions. Like it should be an interview, two-way street. It should be a two-way street of interviewing and really sussing out. So yes. does that help? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I think the main things that I got from it was like, be willing to make a mistake. Like yeah. it's okay. Ask good questions and figure like, what's their stack? What's the results? What have they been able to do for themselves? What have they been able to do for other people? Because it's really important because like you said, everybody starts somewhere. That's not the issue is that people don't start somewhere, but it's the fact that are you aligned? And also, do you truly believe that this person can get you where you want to go? Because I think that I've had some sales experiences where I'm like, I leave it. And I'm like, I feel like that was manipulation more than like empowerment and like asking questions. And so being able to ask questions and figure out like, Hey, you know, is this somebody that you're aligned with? And for the record, I have been on the receiving end. I've not been selling when I said that I'd felt like manipulation. I'd been on the like buying end, but anyways, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last question that I want to ask you today is you said you can rewire your brain. This is something that like I've been studying recently. I think it's so cool. I don't know if maybe it's just new to me, but I think it's a newer concept that people are like just on the cusp of like learning and like rewiring like the neurons in your brain and all of that. Can you tell us a little bit about what you know about it? Neuroplasticity, right? That's that's one of the key terms when we're, we're talking about rewiring your brain. And Dr. Carolyn Leaf is one of my go-to when, when somebody's asking me questions about rewiring the brain and getting uh, a better understanding of the, of the neuroscience behind it. Right. That's um, not my area of expertise, even though, even though I'm a nurse, you know, I've always known, I mean, you can have a, a, a patient in the neuro floor who's had a brain injury and they will rewire and work to find other pathways to becoming and being able to do what they, they couldn't do during the brain injury, the damage, right? The brain is so amazing. I mean, God has created us in such an amazing way and you know, God, God's word even says, renew your minds in the word every day, focus on that, which is good, right, lovely. Right. And so if we really dig into the word, God's been talking about neuroplasticity forever, right? Cultivate faithfulness, trust in me, you know, keep the the vision and the word ever before your eyes. And that was actually one of one of the first books that he told me to write. I have a book called How to Create a Biblical Vision Board to Create Your Dreams and Goals Daily, right? Because if, if we're not if we're not seeing and speaking and working to believe and do that which we want, 
then we will fall right back into whatever programming we got from our childhood. And for the majority of us, everyone needs a coach and a therapist. There's not one person on this planet. No, don't call me. Don't DM me. It's true. There's not one person on this planet that doesn't need a coach and a therapist, right? I did my therapy. Then I got my coaching. Praise Jesus. Um, you know, and so our brain does have the ability to um, go from being anxious and negative and toxic into positivity and life speaking. I mean, God even said the tongue has power over life and death. Those who indulge in it must eat its fruits. So if you are indulging in negative talk all the time, you're literally eating death, speaking it and becoming death, right? We, we have literally there, uh, Terry Savelle Foy, I, I love her work. She has a book and a podcast and a whole, like lots of books. But anyway, she quoted several people who had said, you know, I just, I see myself dying on a motorcycle accident two weeks later. Boom. You know, like we, there are so many instances of people foretelling their own death. So what are we choosing to speak? Right. I'd rather speak life. I'd rather continue to speak blessings over myself. And so just as you asked me, how are you doing? And I say, I'm abundantly blessed no matter the circumstances. That's for me. That's for my mind mm -hmm. to know that I'm blessed and highly favored. And I only have first world problems. And yep, I have privilege uh, and I live in the suburbs and I'm going to recognize that and I'm going to be a blessing to others. Right. Because I have that privilege, I'm going to pray for others because I live the way I do. I'm going to work hard to bless others and to continue to be the kingdom impact in his hands and feet. Right. Absolutely. Blessed and highly favored, baby. That's my favorite. <laughs> my favorite saying, because it's true and it's life and death truly comes in the power of your tongue. So what are you choosing to do with it? That is not dependent on your friends. That is not dependent on your family. That is not anything. I have a choice of what comes out of my mouth right now. And I can choose if it is negative and if it is nasty and if it is like things that are going to bring other people down. And just like we were talking about at the beginning of how you said, how are you doing? How you answered that. The fact that you prayed over me in DMs. The fact that we get to choose what it looks like and what we say. And it's like, yeah, sometimes there's, I think of it like water and like maybe water's paved a really deep path in the rock. Cause you've been saying it for a long time, but there's also like, you can fill that divot. Like you can fill that. You can fill it with love, joy, encouragement. What are you listening to? Who are you around? And what are you yes. choosing to believe? So even when you go back there, cause I get it. Like, it's not too discount the fact that for 20, 50, 60 years, I skipped a couple in there, but whatever, for a couple of years now, you have been saying one thing, your brain has been going one way, but it has been scientifically proven. And you can hear the stories that show you that when you step up, when you choose to like rewire your brain, it is possible. And start, yeah. I think it starts with your words. So absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, it, believe it, be it. Yes. <laughs> so good. This all wraps back up into that. <laughs> yes. Well, Leah, I so appreciate you. I feel like we could end up having like 
a two hour podcast together. However, majority of my podcasts are like 45 minutes. So I'm going to go ahead and like stop here. So I don't get carried away with all of the other incredible things that you're saying. But if people are like, I really like this Leah chick, like she's amazing. Like, oh my gosh, I want to figure out more about her. I want to get a hold of her. What's the best way for people to get in contact with you? Well, I'm on all the socials, Instagram, Bursting with Blessings, my website, BurstingWithBlessings.com. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Leah Mason-Virgin. Yes, you want to you want to hyphenate and put that in, right? And may I pray over your audience? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Woo, I love it. Bring it. Oh, dear Lord, thank you so much for this time. Lord, thank you so much for Mary's heart to shine your light in such a way that others see and glorify you and create an abundance of blessings. Lord, I just pray um, over each and every person who hears this message that they that they would lean into you, that they would listen, hear, and begin whatever whatever it is that you're calling them to, um, whatever kingdom impact gifts and talents that you want them to multiply. I pray Lord that you would empower them to do so that you would continue to grow and expand their impact for your glory um, and for their blessings, Lord. And I just pray that you would cover us with your opinions, protect us, lead and guide us. And we pray in your son's name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Leah, like I just like pray and ask that like all the things that you spoke over us, all the seeds that like you have sown to come back to you tenfold because of just the way that you like speak, the way that you encourage, the way that you show up with such a giving heart. I appreciate you. I'm so excited for my audience to be able to connect with you, to see your amazing posts, just be encouraged by like your light and be able to see you on social media, even like from all around the world. Manilia is in like DC, Washington. Yeah. We're okay. outside. Well, we're in Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Maryland. I always get confused with the Washingtons and DC and Maryland. Well, that's Any- because they call it the Baltimore, Washington area. So. <laughs> I don't understand this. I was never good at geometry or geography. Oh, well, anyways, I was never good at either one of them, but it's okay because um, I don't need to be to uh, help people share their dream with the world. So thank God right. I got literally but anyways i'm so excited thank you again leah you're amazing and uh thanks y'all for joining thank you thank you thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of dreamers and action takers i'm honored that you are here but before you go i would love to give you a free gift would you take five minutes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review below so that we can get this podcast and information in the hands of more people. I have a dream of working with a hundred million women and helping them to share their dream with the world. And I know that I can't do it without you. So once you rate and leave a review, if you would send a screenshot of that to the email podcast at thedreamers.co, and I'll send you a free gift. It's basically a broken down sales cycle of how to talk about your product or service online and customize it to yourself to get clients in the door. So I'm honored that you joined me today. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode and I hope you have the most incredible day. I'll talk to you soon.